0: working in a garage anywhere in the world with a good idea can put us out of business.
1: The pie in the face.
0: Any kid working in a garage anywhere in the world with a good idea can put us out of business.
1: Any kid Working in a garage anywhere in the world, with a good idea, can put us out of business.
2: Use the beard oil all the witches are talking about this Halloween. Luxurious Bastard Beard Co. Use promo code LEGENDARY for a discount. Link in description. <laughs> you are now listening to the greatest show
0: in the universe hey man this is tommy and right now you're listening to the anthony rogers show hey this is jordan selfless a real wolf of wall street and you're listening to the anthony rogers show
2: the anthony rogers show welcome back to the greatest show in the entire universe
1: um so uh today we have a huge guest uh interesting subject having i don't think i've covered this before so it'll be interesting if you have any questions feel free to comment and i'll we'll ask the guests as well we have uh madam bella cummings hi
0: how
2: good evening good evening i'm really good to, this evening
1: it's awesome yeah no i appreciate you coming on here. so uh, tell us a little bit about yourself so you run you run uh you're the longest running brothel legal brothel runner basically or is it proper terminology or how do i say it
2: well you were close. I am the longest-standing madam uh, in the history of brothels in, um, I'm going to call it rural Nevada, and I'm also a female, and that's an oddity. It used to be that in the 50s through the 70s, they there were a lot of women, but then that moved towards male ownership. I came in about the 80s and. I've been at Bella's Hacienda Ranch ever since. That's awesome. Um, What got you into this originally,
1: I guess? Like, uh, kind of a cheesy question, but I mean, I feel like it's good for, like, I don't have much knowledge of the field, you know? Uh,
2: I actually married a gentleman who wanted to be a Silent partner in what was then called Hacienda, and and of course now it's Bella's Hacienda Ranch. But he wasn't a very good uh, businessman, best way to put it, and so he needed me to step up and learn how to do the bookkeeping, which really was my intro into running a brothel. Later, I learned how how to be a madam. How to be an effective, madam? With uh, I'm going to call it empowerment for all as my goal.
1: So, what is like a day uh, in a life of like you? Like, what what is what you like? What is like a day of your job like to people like that don't understand this? Like,
2: huh? Oh golly, well, when I arrive, uh, I like to see how everything went. Let's say the day before. Uh, I like to make sure that the building is running properly, whether it's heat or cool. Uh, I like to check in with the ladies, uh, spend enough time with them that if they have things to share or want some, um, I'm going to say some mentorship that I'm available. Yes, there's bookkeeping, uh, there's um, uh, ordering and also things like uh, advertising you know the pr part of it which is thank you for having me on and and it's it's helping uh, other people understand that a business like this exists and it's it's of course rural nevada and a lot of people just aren't aware that how successful it's been for these smaller communities
1: so um what i guess uh what is your clientele like? What kind of uh, what is your target demographic? I guess and like.
2: Well, I did an article for the New York Post about Utah
0: being saw- the most
2: sexually repressed state in the nation. Uh, I do believe Idaho is well along the way uh, with some of that as well. But it the idea is it's true and. Many, many times, I think across the country, we are somewhat sexually repressed. We don't really know how to be human and interact with one another safely so that um, I'm going to say so we can understand how to communicate. And, uh, you know, I did another article recently that was really about cell phones and how People don't communicate anymore. You can see them sitting at a dinner table, at a very nice restaurant, and they aren't talking. They're they're flipping through their phones. And so I believe that our society could could get back to some basics here of understanding how to communicate, and and that does include um, our sexuality.
1: Do people have to like show proof that they don't have like STDs and stuff like that when they um, enter a brothel like that?
2: Actually, no. All right. Condoms are mandatory. Condoms and and lubrication have come a long way. And what I have found over all of my uh, years at Bella's is that clients that come into Bella's are clean. They want to stay clean and because everything is medically regulated and tested at a brothel they know that that's going to happen and so that that's it's a it's a big part of the public safety and it it's been that way even before condoms were mandatory and when i first started it was it was legal to have sex without a condom in a brothel
1: What's the what's the age range of the girls there that uh, work under uh, you work with you whatever?
2: Well, the ones that work with me, they range between twenty one, and I'm going to say 39, 40. Every now and then, there's a forty two, maybe. Uh, but I mean, they've they don't look it, they don't, you know, and it's okay to never look your age, especially if you're a woman.
1: Is there, a lot of, uh, is there a lot of turnover? or have these people been working these ladies been working for you for a long time now, I guess?: like?
2: I have some ladies that have worked for me for a few years. I have ladies that uh, do short tours, uh, but over my 37 years it's been that way. Ladies have come in and, and they, there's some that really have what I call dreams and goals. And so they come in and they might be there for two months or six months and and then they'll go home for a little bit, but they reach their goals. And, and that's usually, you know, homes and education. And, you know, of course, typically a, a, a really great means of transportation, but It's a a career where they they can make a lot of money, all right, but it's typically a short career, so they need to sort of get in and get out. Uh, In other words, you know, if you're starting at 21, you should probably want to get out at 30, or if you're starting at 30, by, let's say, 40. So those are the ideas behind uh, how long a career uh, might a courtesan want to have.
1: What is the recruiting process for this like? Like, how do you find uh, your talent or women or whatever terminology? Like,
2: well, I'm reasonably well known in far as far as what I call um, the network of of courtesans, and there are some that are okay with working in houses that have uh, stricter policies or are men owned that the ladies that, that are choosing me and, and applying, uh, they're interviewed by me and, uh, and then when they're hired, they say that they would like to work with a woman, someone that can help them understand uh, how to make the most out of this short career. And it is a profession. Very few women can do it. It's it's a. Uh, I'm going to say less than one percent of the what is, population.
1: What's like a package or something like that? Like what kind of uh, say say like a guy goes in there and what whatever terminology? What uh? How, how does that work? Like a, a customer comes in, he's like, oh hi, I'd like to like whatever you know. Or what? How does that work?
2: At Bella's, uh, he of course he would ring the doorbell. We answer the door. Uh, we explain how it works and we are a lineup house which means every lady that's in the house will line up and say their name in front of him and we always share with the client the payment options and that it's good if he talks to as many ladies as he would like to find the correct lady and the correct experience so that means he he never needs to feel badly that like somebody's feelings are going to get hurt we want him to find the correct lady. The ladies want him to find who he's looking for. So there is, uh, there's how much no, is that? pardon me?
1: How much is that? Like how much is that for a, a guy to go in there and, and have that experience?
2: Well, here's how we explain it. We have short parties for guys on the go that start at a few hundred dollars. So we just say a few because we never know what the gentleman's budget might really be. The mid-range parties are typically our most popular and they can, you know, go into the, um, I'm going to say the, the mid hundreds and, and, and then when you get up into, we'll call it thousands, then those are fantasy parties. Those are parties that are really orchestrated for um, guests that, that maybe want um a multiple lady experience
1: no, that's interesting like uh what kind of what kind of guys or what is your uh i, I kind of loosely asked like what uh what kind of guy walks through the door typically what kind of i mean i, I assume all kinds but like, what are your, uh some typical cases like i mean
0: the
2: here's how i'd like to explain it the gentleman's the gentlemen that come through the door come from all walks of life, okay? Uh, Yes, we get some long-haul drivers. Typically, we are getting the clients that are uh, what I call coming to Bella's. It's a destination. It's something they want to experience. They want to be, be able to ask for a certain type of party. They want to be able to talk about how much money they want to spend. And then they would like that experience to be even better than they could have could have orchestrated it so they come from all walks of life they from i'm going to say the very wealthy to working men and you know moderately uh, moderate incomes and so that's why we do our best to work with every guest's budget so it's it's a, i mean we've really had clients come in and spend an unbelievable amount of money but that's what they felt like they were worth that's what they wanted that was the experience and so for them that was living out exactly what they wanted it to be and more
1: oh, can i actually borrow some money
2: i was going to ask you if i could use your credit card
1: <laughs> <laughs> but, but uh, no that's that's interesting so uh so you you just got into the accounting end like you, your goal wasn't even to really, like really run a brothel like is that true or like you were just kind of like running books you said just in business in general kind of that's how you're gonna do it. Uh,
2: I was actually um, a restaurant owner for a while and and I um, I'm a horse trainer but I only train my own nowadays. But you know when I got into this bookkeeping thing, I, I, I it's like understanding business. All right. And yes, Bella's Hacienda Ranch is a business, all right? But it's really it's more than that because it deals with with healing and and um, a lot of times there's psychology in it. It's an art form, and a lot of times it's just out and out fun. so it's 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 a business that I never felt necessarily um, I'm going to say drawn to, but it seemed like it was drawn to me. And so I stepped up and then the more I was around it, the more I I realized as uh, my late husband passed and, and I said the reins were handed to me, that there were, there were things about being human and that people are fragile and people get injured emotionally and 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 that includes you know like sexual healing and so i saw this opportunity that these women i call them courtesans and men needed in order to have something they would never forget and it was beyond just you know a a sexual encounter it was as if they left something with each one, whether they realized it or not, and I found that fascinating.
1: So this is legal statewide, Nevada, basically.
2: In rural counties, okay. You know, when you when you take like uh, Las Vegas or Reno or Carson City, uh, no, there are no brothels there. Uh, however, we've been 52 years in rural Nevada. Uh, about 19 brothels. And we have proven that this model of, of I'm gonna call it um, sensual sexual services is a benefit to uh, the counties, to incorporated cities, to businesses in those areas in general. And so we have been, uh, I'm gonna say, a major part of keeping rural nevada prosperous
1: that's crazy what does a business like yours make like a year if that's not totally rude to ask you know i'm not in the irs or anything i was just like wondering like uh i guess personally as, an, as a businessman like I'm, what does that uh, what does that bring in like a uh, profit wise a year
2: well you know rather than talking about the profit because you know it, it things vary of course they do you know i would rather say that in these rural brothels about 400,000 people visit them in a year and we have our share of those clients
1: that's what i was thinking it seems like yeah, it, seems, it seems like a million dollar kind of operation like i'm kind of like if i'm doing the numbers i'm like that's probably a lot of money and like yeah uh, I just basically, I'm, I'm bad at math, you know, I, I barely passed it in college, but, but I, can, <laughs> I can understand, like, I, I can still, like, understand, like, an entrepreneur spirit stuff. So and, like, so how, 50-something years in business, like, you've been, you said?
2: No, no, I'm 37.
1: 37 the, years? That's crazy. 37
2: in business. I know, I'm only 23. Yeah, 23. yeah you, look, mm-hmm. yep.
1: you look younger than I do, like, which is weird that you're like, you're like, I read you're 73, and you literally look like... Like, uh, I feel like you look younger than I do. I look like I'm older. Probably the beard. I don't know.
2: Well, I don't have a beard.
1: It's probably, it's I, don't, it is. I don't know. I'm I just, don't like, think I, that's
2: it, right, though. But seriously, yes, I'm 73. That's crazy. I, I don't look at it. I ride my horse every single day. And I, you know, I, of course, you know, you got to kind of take care of yourself. But I is am. Still... Where am I from?
1: Is it the adrenochrome? Is that why you look young?
2: Uh no, but I'm not. I'm not keen on that. And I heard people do that. You know,
1: I'm just messing with you. <laughs> I was basically, I I was basically calling you a vampire because like, you, like, because you look like yeah, like, like well, you look younger. You know? I was like, how are you? How do you look? You're 73 and you look younger. I like that's crazy to me. I don't well, know. thank
2: you. See, but yeah. I feel good about that. You know, I because free, yeah. I, I don't know. You, you know. How old are you? I'm
1: 37, but I look like I'm like uh, I look like I'm about to ground you or something. You know, I'm like. I feel like I look older. It's like like so I guess bad news for me, but good news for you, you know, I, I look older than a 73 year old woman on this podcast right
2: now. Oh my <laughs> gosh. Well what we could trade numbers, I guess. Yeah, I could be 37, you could be 73.
1: What it, it looks like. It looks like I'm like about to come down your chimney and put presents down there. So that.
2: That'd be nice. Really so nice. uh but what what I was gonna say though about the the length of time that I've been in the industry is that I feel like I've made a difference and for whatever reason I, I'm just still supposed to be in the position that I'm in. And of course I'm after letting more people know that this type of business is really an industry. And and I know that sensual sexual services, you know, whether it's escort or massage parlors or whatever it is, is is labeled as an industry. But I believe firmly that because it's a legal licensed location, that it is an industry within an in- industry. And so, I mean, it has the rules, it has the regulations, tax gets collected, it's, you know, good for the tax base, it's uh, it's it's good for public safety. And so all of those things is what I believe people would like to know. They'd like to know how this is within this industry of, of um, a very judge, judgmental opinion about sex work, okay? And what I always say, you know, it's very difficult to call something an industry if there isn't something like a location or regulations. You couldn't have a Disneyland if you didn't have a location. So in a way, this idea of a location that has a license and is, we call it regulated, medically regulated, that it is a destination for guests that want to experience, I'm going to call, call it their, their humanness, safely. And without any ties, without any obligation, except to arrive and to come to terms with what they'd like to spend.
1: I like how you phrase it. It sounds like a medicinal pussy. You know, you're like, you like, <laughs> <it's> like, <laughs> like, how you buy weed. You're like, you're like it's a uh, it's medicinal quality pussy. It's a uh, top grade. It's a uh, sativa indica mix. It's uh, you know, it's like that's <laughs> like what it's. Uh, and I love it. Though. I love that. I love, and then like, like, as a married man, I have like inflicted views. Like I personally, w- understand the customer standpoint, but as an entrepreneur, I'm like, make your money. <laughs> like I'm like, if people, I even mean, that's how I, you know, as a, as a businessman, I'm like, make your money though. You know, it's like, but I, you know, I, I think that like there's money anywhere. And I think that if you would say business that long, there's a need for it. And people are going to do it anyway. You may as well take their money. <laughs> like basically, you know, from my, from my perspective, but I still, yeah, I wouldn't understand. I don't know. I couldn't understand paying a girl to do that. I don't know why. That's myself. You already maybe.
2: do. You already do.
1: No, nah, she pays me. I'm broke. Yeah, I'm just, <laughs> I'm just joking. <laughs> I'm just joking. But no, it's like I, I view sex like a sacred thing, you know. But but it, it doesn't mean that everyone has to. It Doesn't mean everybody has to have my beliefs and like whatever. Mm-hmm. And I think that like that's what life's about. It's like I think you're, I think you're doing things by the book and like uh, people feeding the need. People are going to buy anyway. I think it's better to have a brothel than it is to find people off the street and they're using drug addicts and stuff. And like, who knows what their health is like. And I think you're offering people like, like you said, a, a medicinal kind of product by like these girls being safe, I'm assuming. And like all these things. So, I mean, I think you're taking, I, I think, so it's going to, you're not going to like, you're not going to stop prostitution. So you may as well make it safe and in, in, in a way that's like good, like you said, for the community making money and like other things you may as well do what you, you know what I mean? I feel like you may as well do it right. If you don't to do it, you know, I feel like zip, you know, and it's
2: happening anyway, right? It's happening anyway. So, so you, you may as will be you. safe
1: and tested and ran by people that are smart and, like, well, I mean, you're well-spoken. So, I mean, I, I'd rather people be dealing with you than, like, a street pimp or something, you know, and, like, the girl's got, like, needles in her arms and stuff. I'm like, oh, $25. You know, it's like, I mean, that's what's going to happen without you. That's what's going to happen without you. I mean, that's like, in my opinion, it's just going to be less regulated, less safe, less, less like, you know, to be a bigger deal illegal, in my opinion. Like, I'd almost, I mean, I'd almost push for it legalization of that as far as like like this as libertarian standpoint it's like i don't do it but like if people want to i don't fucking care it doesn't affect me you know what i mean it's just like i don't care you know that's all i view it mm-hmm. i don't know if you well, even care about say my opinion you know? but no,
2: it's, I, I every it's okay to to say what you have to say i yeah, i disrespect. know i you know and i know that there are many many gentlemen that that are off on their own careers they don't want a relationship. They don't have time right now. They don't yeah. want to split their stuff just to have a relationship. And so this gives them a variety of women. This gives them it, and exactly what they're after. Right, right. Well, maybe if I take her out to dinner, this will happen or that'll happen. This is absolutely above board. Both individuals are agreeing that this is the experience they're going to have.
1: Yeah. Essentials perfect. And I think like regulations get on too. I mean, you keep them safe. I think like, like I said, it takes, the, it takes the street quality out of it basically. I mean, that, that, that's what I think with like, like weed and other drugs, are an example too, you know, you are not getting like mixed with like fentanyl, but I mean, that's just a weird metaphor, but I'm just saying like, I think like, I think it's, I mean, people are allowed to make decisions as human beings, you know, you're allowed to do whatever you want within reason, you know, it's like, I, I feel as if, you know, mm-hmm.
2: as, it's supposedly as long as it doesn't harm someone else. As long
1: I as the government tax, right? They just want to make sure they get tax <laughs> <laughs> But as long as we're getting them tax dollars, it's fine. <laughs> you
2: know. Well, it's it's a it's a very rewarding position being madam, okay? And thousands and thousands of men have come through and and you know, and hopefully some of them are out there and they go, Hey, that's Bella. You know, right. and I I've made a difference in a lot of men and women's life, you know, and coming from this openness that I am, non judgmental, you know, where we aren't dealing with the stigma and the stereotype. So, it, because it isn't, you know, we have a very short life and we want to be sexual beings. So you know if we can do it in a, it like in a house legal licensed house and that's exactly what the the courtesans or the clients' guests are, are looking for then it's perfect. you know the the idea is to give people a choice that's safe or unsafe. So I say it's a courtesan. That works in a house. she's licensed, she has a business license, she's work card, she gets fingerprinted. Or if you're going to work outside of a house and you aren't really in a legal industry, then you can wear the label prostitute because there's nothing licensed or really legal about it. You're just um, doing what you want to do and and it, it means it really isn't a business at that point.
1: Do you do you feel a lot of push for the uh, people uh, saying it should be illegal, or more people saying it should be legal? Do you what do uh, what do you what do you hear from your standpoint? Of, uh, like what is it like for you in that regard? Um,
2: in in the city of Wells, I'm 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 respected, all right, but no one wants to put their hand up and say that they are pro prostitution. They know everything good that that Bella's Hacienda Ranch does for the community. But don't ask them. Don't don't make them choose to be for or against. You know, we've been there so long since like 1950, even though it's a different building uh, and, and. And they would never want us gone. So that's enough. And then I believe when we get to talking about other states or other rural areas, If there's a destination, it would probably work the same. But most of these, uh, I'm going to say, foundations that I hear about really just want decriminalization. And I just don't see, because I've always been in legalization, how anything decriminalized can operate correctly without regulation. I don't think people should be criminals just because they uh, they want to have sex. You don't want to make them felons and criminals and all of that, but I still think it would be great to have the option in in rural areas in other states where they actually made it something that was an industry that benefited the the, the ladies, the guests, and the county or incorporated city.
1: Cool, cool, you yeah, know. Well said. Uh, so, how how long has it been legal there? I guess.
2: Uh, wait,
1: wait, Actually, one yeah. sec. We have a weather report in the middle of this. I forgot what time it was. It's like uh, we have a weather report real fast. Our our uh, Frank McDonald will come into the weather, and we'll get back to you'll you can know, you be on there. So I'm saying like we'll get back to be part of it. Hey,
0: Frank. Hi, Anthony. Hi, I'm Frank McDonald. I'm doing great so far. Things are going great on Charlotte Street in Sydney right now.
1: Awesome brother. So what's the what's the
0: weather like this week? It's cold outside City, Nova Scotia. It was raining outside on Monday morning in Sydney, Nova Scotia as well. And it was on and off rain on Monday evening. On and it was a lot of rain for on and off for the whole weekend. This weekend past. And things are going great so far. It's been snowing in Calgary, Alberta, and the it, temperatures got really, really, really cold in Alberta right now. Then it got some lots of snowstorm here for North Dakota on Thursday.
1: What's it like in uh, Nevada right now, or this week?
0: Right now, Nevada's dry right now, Nevada, including Las Vegas, Reno, and Carson City, Nevada, as for right now.
1: What's uh, Missouri like this week?
0: Missouri, this week is supposed to get cold front going, Missouri's going to bring some of the thunderstorms and rain later on in the week.
1: Yikes. Yikes, that's not good. So, uh, what's what's Florida like this week?
0: Right now, uh, then they got a polar air and the Arctic air coming head towards Alberta this week as well. So, temperatures been... going to rain well below uh, minus, 30, well below 32 Fahrenheit up in Alberta, Canada.
1: Crazy. What's it like in Australia
0: right now? It's going this to get week. hot in Australia. Another couple of months, there'll be summertime. to bring lots of hailstorms to southeastern Australia because it's their severe weather season in southeastern Australia and things like this. It's crazy. January. January. It's going to bring a lot of snow this December, January, February, March in Missouri. Then it got total solar eclipse hitting for City, Nova Scotia on Monday, April eight, two thousand
1: twenty-four. That's your you turn a party then, right?
0: Yes. Then they got an eclipse coming to City, Nova Scotia, Monday, April eight, two thousand twenty-four. I'd like to introduce the mic, our podcaster, Anthony Rogers, say hi. Hey. Hey. Oh, that it. and this is then it got total solar Anthony Rogers based in Saint Louis. And this your here but this total solar Don't know yet in spring. Then it got total solar eclipse heading for Sydney, Nova Scotia on Monday, April 8, thousand twenty
1: four. What will Missouri say solar eclipse?
0: Total solar eclipse heading right for Sydney, Nova Scotia. On Monday, April eighth,
1: two thousand twenty four. Hmm. so? Guys, so, what, so you said winter's gonna have a lot of snow and stuff.
0: That the winter moon crosses over, the sun it gets dark outside in the middle of the afternoon. Oh
1: man, I'm not looking forward
0: to that. I'll report all that. Hey Bella, I'm Frank. I'm a YouTuber from Sydney, Nova Scotia, Canada. I did my weather. I do my weather reports, standing dancing videos, in my comedy videos. My most. I just shouted up Bitcoin last night. I said, Dit coin. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, Frankie. <laughs> Hi, Bella. I'm doing great so far. I'm Frank now. And my most viewed video ever on my YouTube channel is Guy Tries to eat 50 Hot Dogs Once.
2: Oh, my word. <laughs> do
1: you have any questions for Bella? She runs the, uh, the longest running legal brothel in, uh, in Nevada. Do you, do you have any questions for her? You have, you have any questions for Bella, Frankie?
0: How is the weather in Nevada? Uh, we're in
2: northeastern Nevada, Frankie. And we're, we were actually quite mild today, about 66. But in the next two days, it's going to plummet with your Arctic air.
0: Yes, because of the, the, the cold air. It's going all the way down to California, Arizona, things like this. Yes, it is. In Vancouver, British Columbia, and British Columbia's gonna get snow up the mountains and things like this. In Victoria, British Columbia, and Vancouver Island is gonna get snow too, and it's gonna bring a well below minor well below twenty Fahrenheit in Alberta, in the nighttime.
1: Nice man, that's crazy. So, any other weather we should talk? About? I guess through, I guess a lot of people through the states, and maybe like Eng- what's England like uh, this week coming up? Bless you.
0: This week coming up, you got warm air, cold air fighting each other. Lots of storms coming off the east coast of the United States this time of year because the nor'easter season, Colorado, low season, and atmospheric river season coming all the way from Hawaii to Vancouver in Seattle and Portland, all these places.
1: Wow, a lot of rain this week. Not good. <laughs> Not good. <laughs> well thank you, Frank. Anything else you want to throw out? Or you got any, if, you, if you want to throw out any promo or you got any questions for Bell, feel free. Like
0: Hey it's, Bella, how really how is things in Nevada
2: so far? You know, things are good. We really had a pretty nice summer. So and, and actually kind of a long fall. So we're I'm still not crazy about it getting colder, but it's going to do it. And then I'm gonna to want to be like a bear and crawl in a cave.
1: What's uh, South Carolina like?
0: Right now it's gonna be really warm. What? what? Because it's else? really warm right now.
1: Everywhere else is freezing and rain and snow except for South Carolina right now. I'm in the wrong spot.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I'm having a great day so far.
1: It's awesome. And what time is it there?
0: It's 11.05 p.m. in Sydney, Nova Scotia. 10.05 p.m. New York City. 9.05 p.m. In St. Louis, Missouri, 805 P. M. the day for Colorado, 705 P. M. in Los Angeles.
1: Yes, sir.
2: So I would yeah. be seven oh five PM.
1: That's crazy how time works at eleven, seven, and nine are now That's crazy. Well, Frank, you got any more weather questions for Bell or anything like that? Like before we get back to the and
0: how's how how's the weather for Montana and Idaho and Wyoming? you want me to tell you? Yeah.
2: Well, I would think that they had some rain over the past 24
0: hours. Did they? That means lots of rain and storms coming on Alaska right now. Wow.
1: That's crazy. Well, thank you, Frankie. I appreciate that, man. I'm like,
0: if you want to follow me on social media, my Twitter is at Frankie MacD. My Blues Guy is at Frankie MacD. My Facebook is Frankie MacDown. My Instagram is Frankie macd four, My TikTok is frankdown 984 My Clapper is frankdown 984 My Twitch is frankdown 984 My Snapchat is Frankie Amy CDON. My YouTube channel is Dogs and Wolves. And my LinkedIn is Frankie Down. Best of luck to you. I'm Frank Down. You're listening to the Rogers Roger Show. Bam. <laughs>
1: Appreciate it, Frankie. Like, uh, it's so the weather for the week. Uh, uh, Frankie's one of the most famous weathermen on earth. Like, if you look at his, his numbers, it's crazy. Like, he's you uh, he's know, like Tosh Parnham and stuff. But anyway, back to the show. Back to the interview, right? Like after after the weekly weather, weather report. So, oh, I'm sorry. I dude. think
2: I think he's a fun gentleman, and he's probably that one of the smartest weathermen out there. <laughs> he no, looks he's, out the window.
1: Yeah. No, he's great, man. Like, and you ask him anywhere, he just knows like. He knows like anywhere and like so people are listening live wherever. I like to ask with their watch, they have a weather report for that week. You know, he's like he's pretty on point usually, too. I mean, if he tells us it's gonna rain, I, it's gonna rain probably. So, I mean, he's been he's been on he's been right so far like the last like five weeks. do not lying, it's crazy.
2: Go, Frankie.
1: Let's <laughs> <laughs> say so he's bet he's the best at promo, too. He just like names like everything he's deep, ever been on. He's like names like 20, he has, like 20 links. I'm like, man, I'm, like, man I didn't get his good promo with, like that. I'm, like, just jump on shows and stuff. Um, well, do you have any questions before we go back to the questions?
2: Do I have any questions before? What hmm. a reverse card. Um, I, I believe that what I look forward to is, is just having people understand and, and ask questions and just learn more about uh, the whole idea of uh, what's, worked in nevada for 52 ish years because it's um well it's something no other state's ever done you know you talk about cannabis well it's going across the country or uh gambling or you know things like that and yet in nevada we it's like the model that was created in the 70s even though i'm sure the nrs code could use a facelift uh just in in what I call terms uh, that that other states aren't looking at that saying, well, wow, it worked there. And so I, it's really so underappreciated. So I did an op ed piece in uh, Nevada Independent on I think it was October 18th. And and I talked about it, you know, how all these other states, they talk about the Nordic law or decriminalization and and they're stomping their feet that no, 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 uh, legalization no we don't want that but they don't understand it they don't understand the benefits nor have they uh, maybe come in to bella's hacienda ranch and said bella show me how this works so it's like standing outside of something and then saying oh no it'll never work where i am but you have to have details you have to be i'm gonna say um a student of what what has worked somewhere else you know point talking really
1: point and you gave me a really good idea we should do this idea we should uh we should do a walkthrough of your of your place like of like off, like to be, like for like one of these shows you should just do like a walkthrough and like we set it up to where you're just like going through are we can pre-record or something like um i think that sure. would, that's that's a very great point and it's kind of just interesting because i think a lot of people just would never see that aspect of it in just like in and like in my kind of point of view, just like as a guy watching a documentary, that'd be like a cool thing to watch and like see the ins, like ins and outs and like what 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 you know what I mean like what kind of uh, what is it is even like. You're right. I think people need to understand that. I think that's a good point.
2: Well, that's why we give complimentary tours, hmm. and 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 they're always surprised, you know, that it isn't some sort of a, a, a half naked drunken orgy. It's very professional. It's a beautiful place. It's it. It's absolutely stunning. And then you put the women in there and then it's really stunning. And they're, they're educated, they're kind, they're compassionate, they're non-judgmental and and they can talk about anything. And so it's, it's something that uh, someone out there that's just thinking about sex services could never imagine.
1: We should but set that up. Right. We should set up a walkthrough with video. Like have you walk through and explain it while I'm on camera, on screen or something like at some point. Because that could be kind of, that could be kind of interesting just like uh, just like to show people, like you said, I mean, I think like that's a, I think that'd be, I think that'd be interesting. If you're interested in that, I think that'd be like crazy.
2: Like well, it. I'm interested. I'm interested in helping people understand uh, why it works and how it works.
1: Yeah. I'm just interested in a real story. You know, I, I just want like, I, like my, i feel like my opinion doesn't matter as much as just like it is documenting what's happening kind of like it's kind of like uh interesting kind of, you know i feel like more or less like that's what that's what, that's what i think hosting mostly is it's like it's like knowing when to shut up <laughs> that's like that's like, the, that's like the best thing like the best thing a host can know and just let uh like the host like kind of give information because so i think a lot of people are interested in the subject matter and don't know where i mean, I mean like like uh don't have the opportunity to hear someone explain it really you know
2: and and that's well said and what i was going to share with you is Anyone listening? If you're on I-80 or Highway 93 or close, we are the crossroads of the western United States. Stop. Just take a walk through. You know, there's no obligation, but get your questions answered.
1: Use promo and- code Anthony Rogers twenty. Use <laughs> 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 promo. Give twenty percent off. Go. Yeah.
2: Oh, there you go. Well, you know, interestingly enough, I, I offered the the um, the Mormons ten percent off. I never gave out one discount, and a lot of them showed up, and so I guess it wasn't really about the discount. It was about them coming in to see what it was really about, and then some part took. Of the goods and some had a great complimentary tour
1: even the mormons are welcome
2: well <laughs> i work to never use the m word because you know that's sort of one of those things the only thing about and i've noticed this for some folks that have, are podcasters instead of youtubers right is that a word youtuber at any rate uh <clears throat> if you podcast and you're inside of uh of a brothel, they'll show it, but if you have any advertisers, you won't get the money.
1: Yeah, YouTube like doesn't give me any money, so I just sell ads because like YouTube's like here's fifty cents for being awesome, and I'm just like I just like sell a bunch of ads and like that. Like if I set up something if I if I did a podcast inside your brothel, I bet I could sell ads for it still. And I think I I think people could make money. I, I think that's a good idea because like, I don't know, I'm far and I'm like. Anchored right now, but I mean I tour as a comedian. I'm in Utah. I'm I'm sure I cut or, uh Nevada and Utah, so I cut through those areas.
2: Well but, then uh, stop in. There's been many, many, many famous people like yourself.
1: I'll that, be like I'll tell my wife, I'm like, I'm like, it's just a walkthrough from a podcast guest, <laughs> you know. It's just I was <laughs> just joking, no, was just like my wife's like, What bring, are
2: you doing? Bring her I'll, in.
1: No, she probably yeah, no, I probably won't. But no, I was just making fun of myself more so.
2: But well, and that's always... But
1: I know, yeah.
2: Couples come in all the time. Some of them want to have that experience. Some want to just see it, understand it. And I want so them to watch
1: me. I want, I want to get three girls to watch me.
2: <laughs> do what? Yeah. Watch Bang me my do wife. What?
1: Bang my wife in front of them. I'm like, this is what a Christian man does. And this is what going to heaven looks like. <laughs> I'm just joking. I'm just joking with you. I'm just it. around. All right, I want an audience. and I'm going to pr- we're gonna pray before. And then <laughs>
2: I'm just messing around.
1: Just, I'd be a funny documentary, like, just, like, like, troll and stuff. Like, I'm just messing around. Well,
2: you know, I'm sure you could pay them to be voyeurs. It would be all right.
1: Perfect. Then, yeah. Mm-hmm. Deal. That's part of the walkthrough.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. They're probably going to say, Anthony, bring your credit card.
1: Promo- go to Anthony Rogers, 20 gets me 20% off. Uh, That's great. Uh, That's, I like to have a sense of humor about it, you're not all like up tight and crazy, you know. Like, you're just like you're just chill. You seem like a chill person. I pictured someone in your situation just like yelling at people all day. Like you're just like, you better do your job, you're fired. You fucking bot. You know, like I picture like like when they show like like madams, or they show like 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 I don't know, I don't mean any like, like like pimps and other terminology. Usually they're like crazy and like backhanded motherfuckers and shit. And you just like seem like well spoken. You're like, you're, like, I just run the books, you know? You seem like uh do you seem like you work for like a corporation or something, you know.
2: Oh, yep, there you go. I'm a really great mentor for clients, guests, and ladies alike. You know, when you get to be 37, you start getting a little bit wiser, right? And then when you kind of go across that bridge and you reverse those numbers, you know, what was important to you in the morning in your 30s isn't probably even on the list when you get into 70s. And, and and having is, a good time and being on, you know, like your your uh, YouTube channel. And th- th- this is fun for me. This is where I get to talk about something that has been my life, not who I am. It's just what I came here apparently to do and how to be in service to others with my clothes on.
1: What are your priorities like? At, what are your priorities like at 73? I think that's a really interesting thing you brought up. Like what, uh. What do you prioritize now that you didn't in your thirties, like late thirties, rather? In
2: in your seventies, you realize that there's a possibility you have more days behind you than in front of you. And so making each moment count is huge. It wouldn't matter if I was out there cleaning out the chicken coop, as long as I was enjoying the chickens, and, and, and talking to them and and them knowing that I'm really counting on them to lay those eggs and 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 they're appreciated and it, that's like even though I'm only talking about my chickens that's what it's like where you don't miss a flower that's blooming where you stop and talk to the tree that you planted and said really like it if you lived you know and it, it, there's just things that are that are um, more fulfilling than stuff or money you know where it's like you, you always have enough but when i was in my 30s it was like i was scrambling how was i going to make the bank the mortgages how was i going to pay the bills you know maybe i i dealt with people that weren't very honest back then uh, in this industry and and now i would i wouldn't even imagine hiring or working with, if you will, someone that wasn't as hundred percent honest like myself, and so every day I get up, I'm 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 happy. I get another day, and how can I make a difference? What can I do today for someone else? It yeah, sort of, a it's sort
1: of like. I feel a lot of that already. Sorry, sorry, I get hyped up, but uh, no. but I, feel, I, I feel I feel already said like as far as I did my day to day is kind of like that, but I am still chasing money to where like. I think in a couple of years I'll be able to only focus on what I want to do. But I think I still have to be in this like rat race. I still have to sell ads. I still have to like be like, why well, yes a massa. massive? Like here's your ad, you know? And then, and like then do that for a little bit longer. But like, but so, yeah, so I'm still like chasing the money aspect. But like, but I think I'm way more free than I've ever been. Like I like, li- you normally like live in like a bus and I just like travel, do comedy. something. I, I feel like, I feel like I got the freedom early. I got the RV and the freedom. And I love that aspect of it. And I, I agree with that. I think that's very, I think I, don't know. I think it's
2: very important. Like... So, you know, there's going to come a time when when uh, th- this young woman sitting here next to you is going to, to want to pass the baton to someone else. All right. I don't know when that might be. But for right now, this is what I'm supposed to do. I would still like to have the opportunity to go sit on the beach and do a few other things. But uh, for right now, This is what I'm supposed to do, so I'm very willing to to show up every day and and be the best I can be.
0: What um,
1: when do you think when, if ever, do you think it'll be time to retire? Like, like, do you think you ever will, or do you think you're just kind of a busy person? Or like, what is your what does that look like for you?
2: Well, I thought I would retire when I was 65. (laughs) (laughs) Didn't happen, so. Let's say seventy-four. And there's very <laughs> few shopping days left on my birthday, so whoever this person is, better hurry up. Or in the meantime, do you like? I'm do, you still... like
1: do you like? Yeah. Uh, do you like the work? Do, do you like working still, or do you? Uh, or is it like a money thing, or is it like like? Do you mean you like? Like would you, like if you could retire, would you already, or would you keep working more or less? Like, like you just a appreciate oh, doing something like you know. You,
2: you know what I would like to. do? and And I am right here, sitting here right here with you, transitioning into talking about this. I would could be the most fabulous consultant for someone just starting in the industry that they just bought someone's brothel and they want to know, I, I'm going to say the fast track versus making every error as many times as I did. So those are things that interest me. And so for right now, what I get to do is stay in the position I'm in as Madam Bella until that person comes in and says, "Hey, I'm probably a little late, but I'm here. Uh, you can pass the baton. How about being a consultant? And um, by the way, maybe you want to go to the beach and and you know get some of those cool umbrella drinks." So those are some ideas that that I like to contemplate. That it won't be like. Um, I take my last breath a moment before I I get to the beach.
1: What what were uh, some of your mistakes that uh, you feel?
2: Biggest mistake was uh, feeling that there was, I'm gonna call it lack, that I had to work really hard to get the money. And it took a long time for me to figure out that if I stayed out of the way, and and I allowed and I did what was in front of me to do. The money would show up anyway. And that's like yes, you get to do your ads, but you aren't you you aren't chasing it as such. You're allowing with uh, with the expertise you've arrived at uh, through the beginning stages of even what you're doing. So those are, I think, key points to uh, what I call them the errors and. I mean, I was scrambling. I had three mortgages, four if I counted my house, three on the brothel. And it was it was hard. It was something I was a young woman, a few years younger than you, and and I, you know, I couldn't imagine being that much in debt. And yet I was. And yet I made it through. And I think another great way to look at it, Anthony, is what would you know, like the older me have told the younger me? I think the young, the older me would have said, "Relax, Bella. It all works out."
1: I question. I, yeah, I go back and forth in that thought process because I, I wonder if like it worked out because you focused on it so hard. You know what I mean? And then, and then that way. But if like if you chilled, you wouldn't have had that drive. You know, it's like I, I go back and forth on, on myself, and that's more. I guess a reflection of myself because I'm, I'm, I'm like, I just feel like that's all I'm doing right now is working because I'm just trying to, I'm just trying to be a millionaire. So I can just like, chill out. And like, just like, you know, just like, like not even have to, I mean, I don't really have to do anything ever anyway, but I mean, I'd like to do have even less of that, you know, I feel
2: like. I I understand what you're saying, but one other way to say it would be when a person does what's in front of them to do, then you're walking your path. Okay. You, you are heading towards that millionaire. It, it, you can't just sit down and chill and wait, you know. It there is gotcha. you're in the little canoe, you've got to row. It doesn't mean you got to turn and row upstream, but mm-hmm. you, if, if you're going downstream, which is the correct direction, you're at least guiding your canoe. And and if you get really wrapped up in the tension of money, money, money. It's like your canoe just turns towards the big boulder in the stream. And the next thing you know, you're like floating to the shore on what's left of it. So it's it's finding that middle ground where you you can hear what you're supposed to do and do it. And, you know, and I'm always so careful because I'm such a big personality that, you know, when I go into Bella's, I, I go in just as Madam Bella, I go in and and where everything is right, no matter what's happened, everything is right. And then if something happened that was a tiny bit of a ripple, I say, okay, what's the lesson? How do we get around this? How do we just make sure we never do this anymore? And and so <clears throat> those are the things that, <clears throat> excuse me, that make Bellas different from just what I call a legal brothel. It's a way of being. It's a way of being a courtesan. It's a way of having a mentor that believes that they're doing what they're doing for a reason right now. I don't have to know the reason. I just have to help them stay on their path so that when they're ready to go, that I've been the best I can be for them. And they've become more of who they came to be. I hope that wasn't too far out there.
1: No, it makes sense. I was just taking it in. You know, you said a lot of stuff. I was just, like, not taking it in. So, you yeah, know, it makes sense. Like like, uh, yeah, I'm just trying to get as rich as possible. And right that's where I, where I feel I'm at, you know. And then I just want to, then I want to chill. And just, like, vacation as much as possible. Like, you know, I feel like I, I don't know, I feel like, I've been doing this for a long time, like 19 to like 37 in a long time. So I just kind of want to just be like, okay, now I could sleep in till noon on a beach somewhere and like wake up and be like, I don't know, here's 25 cents. I'm in the third world, you know, <laughs> like <just be> like, <laughs> like 25 cents, whatever the fuck. Stay, oh. stay, stay a millionaire in some other country. You know, it's like, that's where I want to be. It's like, I just want to, I feel like all this is paying off. You're know, having an awesome guest. So like you want Well, Ball- like last week we got a bunch of rock stars. We've we got a madam of like, like, it's just a crazy vibe, you know? And, and it's like, uh, And it's good. It's getting good. It's just like, I'm at thirty-seven. I'm like, I'm like, man, I'm just tired. I just want to sleep. You know, I want to do maybe like five more Mm -hmm. years at tops. Like, I don't know, maybe like till I'm forty, and then just be like, okay, now I'm gonna like uh, leave Jumanji and shave my beard and just like go on some island in like Asia, you know? That's what I feel like.
2: Well, remember, Anthony. I think that what you'll do is retool. You know, you'll, you'll you'll be called to do something else. It can include more relaxation. Yes, yeah, right. so I feel like I
1: beat Mario. You know, I feel like I'm playing Mario. Like, I don't know if you played Mario in the 90s, but like uh, Mario 3, I just like beat that game. I'm like, I'm on World 8. Or I beat it, and I'm just like bored, you know. It's like, okay, I've talked to like everybody... Other than post Malone, I guess at this point, or, or Donald Trump, you know, I haven't, I haven't had like, you, I mean, that's like everybody else, you know, it's like, it's just like, you know, it's just like, I don't know, I feel like I'm at the end of a, uh, I don't know. And like, and it's inspiring seeing you be like 73 and be like, yeah, I'm, I'm still showing up to work tomorrow. <laughs> like, I got stuff to do. So it's like kind of interesting seeing that, like <laughs> kind, of, that kind of ambition, you know, and I uh, kind of like seeing that, you know.
2: Well, and I would like to be able to public speak and do paid and, and, you know the uh, the unpaid for, and and I've done that for like business classes at the community college where, uh, you know, where they want to be a business owner. All right, that's the big goal, and they're taking their third level business classes, and and I always share with them that it would be great if it was their path to own the business, but do they understand that their path might be to be someone who can. Uh, represent an owner so well that clients and other people that come in uh, think they're the owner. And every one of us look for those people because that's what makes it work uh, even better than just us solo, us alone. And, And like you were talking about, it's tough to have your neck in the noose every single day. I mean, it was kind of
1: but I'm back in the game.
2: Yes, you are. <laughs> he actually never got out yet. <laughs>
1: <laughs> never looked. No, it's inspiring. That's crazy. Like uh... So are you a millionaire? Is that rude? Dan it?
2: I can say that I am a millionaire on paper.
1: That's what I was thinking. Yeah. That's like my goal. And I think I'm really close to that. Like a Sonic told me I was 11 months away from it three months ago. And I think I'm really close to it. And like, I can't wait. And I'm gonna uh, sleep in, you know, do you ever sleep in? Do you ever just like, be like, Oh my God, I did enough for a second. I can sleep until fucking noon. You ever have that?
2: No, I think Excuse if my- I sleep until seven 30, I've, I've uh, like, Used up half the day. <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah. And that's how you get there. i say waking up early every day, Tony. That's how you get there. I mean, no matter what you're doing, you know. Are
2: Do you have you any happy? questions
1: for podcasting? Are you
2: happy? happy, Are you
1: happy? That. Like, situationally. Yeah, situationally, yeah. I guess, Yeah, you know, okay. mostly, mostly.
2: Well, I would like for your audience like... to have really enjoyed us on your YouTube channel. That it was enlightening for them somehow.
1: <laughs> yeah, somehow. I think it was. I think it's it cool, yeah. Are you
2: happy? Yes. I wake up. I'm happy.
1: <laughs> that's important, Yeah, I mean, that's important.
2: Well, well I, I guess... I feel for people that get up and they're mad. I, I, I think that's a terrible, terrible thing. So I think being happy and being thankful that we woke up because, you know, I think we probably go to the mothership or something at night. And we get debriefed and briefed and then they give us the boot. Or we, we wake up and we go, what? And then we don't remember anything. It's a possibility, you know, Star Wars kind of stuff.
1: Who knows? Who knows where the soul goes while the body sleeps? You know, I'm not. I wouldn't rule it out. You know, I. I don't. I, don't, I mean, who, who knows where the soul wanders? You know, at night.
2: And maybe there's more to the holodeck on Star Trek than we could imagine. <laughs> maybe, maybe this is it.
1: I never watched Star. I never got into that. I don't know. I can't. Like okay. I, uh, I got into some of the. I got into like sliders or something. But like a little, I never got into the whole. I don't know Star Wars or anything. What. That, well
2: yeah the the star trek thing you know but uh and it, it this is this is great and and I've, i enjoy i enjoy talking to to people like you uh, that are walk you know you're working hard
1: well i appreciate that that's super kind of you uh i said super nice i think most people try to be like all crazy and podcasting you're just being really sincere and no, i appreciate that you know that's not nice thing to say no, do you have any, like, wings or anything you want to throw out or whatever before we get out of here? We've got a lot of people watching, so if, like, uh, you got anything you want people to check out? Like, uh, well, first, mm-hmm. she's in the New York Post and watch stuff like that. If you guys want to read, uh, they go into kind of depth about her career and stuff. It's pretty interesting. Um, and if she has some, sorry, I just want to make sure I mention that.
2: No, that's good. The New York Post, uh, Nevada good. Independent, was um, in The Sun, which is, uh, it's actually part of the Post, but it's in, um, it's in England and um let's see been doing a lot of podcasting i think you're my first youtube
1: yeah youtube's YouTube's like where we go live and then we go to like like spotify and roku and all that stuff after like yeah it's just a good live thing is like people like interacting and like seeing their comments up and stuff and like i think like uh it's kind of a cool thing. I mean, YouTube's really weird about what we can cover and stuff, though. So it's like we're on like Rumble and Twitch, too. Why, well, I man?
2: Right. And I'd like for people to go to the website, bellas.us. That's B-E-L-L-A-S dot U-S. And it's a great website. It's a call to action website. It's really well done. Um, if anyone's out there seeking employment, well, fill out the little employment form and send it off to me and I'll call you.
1: Do you know fluffer? Do they, uh, I'm looking for employment or... Um, I
2: You know, typically I think change is difficult for people. And so they apply. They want to. They know that you know, their homeostasis is, well, I know what I have, but I don't know what might what might be out there at Bella's and am I really gonna make money? And so they that that individual, that courtesan, in, will typically talk herself out of it. So there's a lot of applicants, and then there's a few that are just they're ready. They're ready to make I'm gonna say really good money. And be in service that way.
1: How much is somebody making that dog uh, doing that job?
2: Well, they can make anywhere from I'm going to say twenty five hundred to ten, twelve thousand in a week.
1: Damn, a week—that's awesome. Mm-hmm. But can you know,
2: you- it—it's it, it, also something that isn't just sex. There's more to being a courtesan, and so when, when one of them, uh, of the ladies first starts, you know, I have trainers, I have people that help them understand, you know, the services that they're offering, uh, the, the pricing, you know, how to interact with the client with pricing. And then, you know, when it gets behind the closed door, well, that's between the guest and, and the courtesan, but there's things that even a young courtesan doesn't know it, it's a profession it's an industry and so once she learns those things or or um i am going to say gets more comfortable talking about money and sensual services th- then she she becomes what i call uh the cortigiana onesta, which is you know the i'm going to call it the the educated um Courtesan that's both being able to talk, negotiate, and give a great experience behind the closed door. So it's quite in depth.
1: Cool. Well, thank you for coming on. here. I appreciate that. And we'll have you back on sometime. Yeah, it's cool. And uh, we should definitely do a walkthrough sometime. That's a cool idea. Like...
2: Okay. Oh, and my Twitter is at Bella's Hacienda. It, we had an Instagram, but you know how that works. You're on one second, you're off the next. So we're, yeah. we're just on Twitter right now. Not like Frankie, man. He listed off all that stuff. They wouldn't let me stay on all those things. I'm glad he can.
1: Yeah. Frankie's going to be the only one left on social media soon.
2: <laughs> I Whoa. think so. The rest of us will do it. You know. But then we all know that Freedom of speech is hit and miss.
1: Yeah, it's fake. It's not real. Yes. you for having me. Yeah, I appreciate you coming on and stuff. Uh, uh, If you're watching this, uh, thank you for watching. Uh, Buy everything from the sponsors. Follow our guests. Follow me. Unfollow me. Follow me again. Um, Thank you, everybody, for watching. I appreciate it. Uh, We'll have a movie out soon called Happy Halloween. If you're watching this right now, I'll be on this channel soon. Um, Thank you for uh, taking time on your Tuesday to
0: uh, let's do this talk. I mean, without you, this would just be delusional. So thank you very much.